What, which, this, that, or the other? From Bonnaroo to Coachella, traversing the music festival landscape can be tricky. That's where we come in with high fives for everyone. The What Podcast with Brad, Barry, Lord Taco, dedicated to exploring the entire festival scene. Brad has worked in the radio industry for more than 20 years and currently lives in Brooklyn, where he is program director for three stations, including one in New York, one in Detroit, and one in Miami. Barry's been a reporter for the Chattanooga Times Free Press, covering all aspects of the entertainment industry since 1987. That's before you were born. Lord Taco, the smart guy who makes these podcasts on our website at thewhatpodcast.com work. Also really good at identifying babies, loves blue-haired moms, PBR, and his beautiful Volkswagen bus. We all fell in love with the Bonnaroo Festival years ago, not only because of the amazing bands that play there every year, but also because of the incredible community spirit that has developed around it. Radiate positivity. And we really like talking about the inside baseball stuff when it comes to putting on a huge music festival. So join us. You can hear the What Podcast on the Consequence Podcast Network or anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Consequence Podcast Network. season. Schedule officially dropped this week. We are just a few days away from Bonnaroo 2022. Now that you see the whole lineup laid out in a schedule form, does it change how you're approaching Bonnaroo? We take a deep dive into the schedule, share some news about ticket sales, and a personal note to add along the way. Barry Corder, Lord Taco, Brad Steiner, Bonnarooians through it all, diving into the schedule today on the What Podcast. It starts... Right now. Which bands this year that matter? There's Barry Corder. There's Lord Taco. I'm Brad. Hello again, team. We are uh, how many days away? It's getting close, huh? Are you feeling it? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Nailed Good, it, bad, guys. scared, all of it. <laughs> scared. What are you scared about? Oh, I always get this way about this time. It yeah. gets me up at night thinking that suddenly I can smell the porta potties all over again. And yeah. The heat. Yeah. All Barry, that. that's just your basement. I hate to tell I, you. I, I it's know. just. Been a while. I, know, I, 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 I buy that in a spray can just to be familiar. <laughs> Taco, you excited? You feeling it? I'm excited. I'm pumped. Are you? Yeah. Uh, do you have the fever? No, I tested negative. Okay. <laughs> 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 He's always ready to get in that bus. Yeah, always, <laughs> always ready to get up in that butts. Bus. Get all up in it. Um, He's ready. 
So it was a big week today. We kind of thought that the uh, the schedule was going to come out uh, today, or at least this week. So um, we'll go through the schedule, even though there's um, not much to go through, uh, and uh, some uh, some news that we have, and then some personal news that we will share on the uh, the big show today. Uh, I want to start with um, Taco. You know computers much better than I do. Is it me, or is this schedule impossible? To read on this website, it's impossible to see it on the phone. What I'm looking on the website, it, like I'm going to send you a screenshot. I'm going to print my screen and then put it into like a, an email for you to see what I'm looking at. What am I doing wrong? Oh, okay, Dad, print screen and email it to me. <laughs> I I can't even tell you how happy I am with the line of this conversation. <laughs> like, why do you want me to do it? Okay, wait a second. Because I was going to say it, but I Hang refused. On. I refuse to put okay. that in front of you, too. <laughs> why, why don't you fax it to me? <laughs> I'm sending it to you via, via pigeon. Look at the picture yeah. that I just sent you. What am I doing wrong? I like. I see one line on a schedule, and that's it. What is wrong with this, this interface? There's something very wrong with this interface. Nothing. What I don't understand. What do you mean? I sent you the I, picture. You tell me what yeah, I'm Yeah, I'm looking at here. it. So what is that? Exactly. I don't know what you're missing. I don't know what I don't know. <laughs> what, but like, you, how am I supposed to? What do you want to know? I, that's I, that's your only choice, right there, Brad. That's it. What, yeah. What point. are you? What are you asking? Like, what is it, this supposed? To, I don't know how to look at this schedule. It's not easy to navigate. I agree. I actually found somebody thankfully posted it on Reddit. Like, okay, you got. Like we're used to seeing. Yeah, I need got, it. I need it as a grid, man. I need it as a grid. I don't need you to do all these funky little, you know. Uh, bars that go left to right, and then I don't need any of that. I just want the damn. Grid. Well, they 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 tweeted out pictures that are in grid form. Well, I know, and thank God they did. But I'm go- I just went to the website, and it is so confusing. I I just don't know how to navigate this thing. It's not easy. You do you do g- g- agree with me that it's not easy? I agree, and I think it's because there's so many choices. There's so many options. I don't know how else they could have done it. Well, I mean, I like I like the grid form. I like the pictures. I like the grids. I mean, I know I'm sounding like get off my lawn here, but I uh, it's <laughs> pretty much. It's but like, you're not the wrong. Thing, the other thing too is like I don't know. I, I'm having a harder and harder time every year navigating their newfangled technology they're trying to throw at me. I want the damn thing in a VCR, and that's it. Put it in a VCR. <laughs> Tell me what I'm supposed to be and what time. <laughs> Um, I'm right. so glad you just said that because today I've been trying to navigate this thing and I'm like, nope, I'm not sending this. I just don't know why they got to make this so hard. There's like no need for this this amount of 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 shit. Like, just put it on a damn grid and make it easier for me to to digest. I cannot do this. And he, oh my well, go god, go look at what they go look at what they tweeted because they well, tweeted well, that, pictures. That, that's good, uh, but. Matt, like, have you tried to watch this on your? Look at this on your phone. It's even worse. Yeah, right. Like, I have no idea how to navigate this thing on my phone. I mean, your your tip last week about you know put the schedule as your home screen. Yeah, that ain't gonna work. Well, no, no, no that you take the picture, the picture that they tweeted out. You save that, that and then and then use that as your home screen. Is what I'm saying. But even that, what doesn't have the? I mean, this schedule that they have has all the the extra stuff. There, there you go. Y'all, right. y'all are. Y'all are stressing me out. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Thank God we know exactly how to rectify your stress, Taco. Okay, what's your question? Okay. Oh, is that yeah. how I have to get technical support around here? <laughs> my, yeah. my IT guy's got to be drunk before he'll answer a question about a website design. Uh, let's be let's be honest. For a festival that does user experience so well, this is very very difficult to navigate. Okay, uh, I'm not going to be swayed on that. It's it's very difficult to navigate. All right, uh, before we get into anything else, and, and I'll stop complaining about it. What are your overall impressions around the room of uh, schedule 2022? Well, wow, that good, huh? All right, yeah. Good. Uh, talk to you guys next week. No, 45 days out. Um, had several days to think about it. Thursday, I am going to go with 2016. That's going to be my whole theme, my whole motif in all of this. That, that was, uh, if you remember several reasons, if you remember, that was the lowest, uh, turnout that they've ever had, but it was also one of our favorite years. I had a great time. I I thought it was incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was, uh, the the grounds were great the setup was great mm-hmm. we didn't know hardly anybody on the lineup so we determined to have fun mm-hmm. and discover and just let it you know whatever happened happened and that's mm-hmm. after sort of you know struggling with this saturday and yesterday and studying a little more today that's kind of where i've landed um don't know a lot of people on thursday but that's typical Sunday did not look very good over the weekend. Uh, still not not a day that I would, you know, choose to be my favorite. But there's some stuff on there that I can work with. Uh, Friday and Saturday are okay. Mm. Um, so there are not, for me, a lot of what the typical, you know, when schedule comes out, you know, you pull your hair out and say, oh my gosh, my favorite band's playing against my other favorite band. There's some conflicts, but it's not terrible. Mm. Um, I'll get to the biggest one I don't quite understand later, if, if you want. Uh, or I can just No, I mean, I, I, I want to hear whatever, whatever you think about the schedule. Let me hear it. I want to, uh, good, bad, and different, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, I'm, I don't quite understand the uh, Super Jam being a 6 o'clock in the evening. Event. Okay, you're you're hitting something that I hadn't even noticed yet, but you are exactly right. What is with man. that? I mean, that's late night after to eight. Yeah, Super Jam. I don't, man. I don't know. That's just it's supposed to be a late night thing, not an early afternoon. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a walk by at this point. Yeah, uh, it, it, and, and that's one you... of the better. That's one of the better things on Saturday. Absolutely, and it probably it's up against Mount Joy. Uh, you know, who, I, who I'd like to see. It's not necessarily against a lot of things, but it kind of, I don't know. I mean, to to Maybe Bill Jude and the Lion over Jack Antonoff Super Jam is um, quite bold. Yeah, it, it's I don't I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it go it would go right into Super Jam and then Judah. Although if you were to if you were to look at Saturday, the Saturday late night is probably the better of the two late nights. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. What do you think? Because I'm 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 going through the Friday late night now. Yeah, I, I'm I'm all in on the the Saturday late night. Weirdly enough, it does feel as though the Friday schedule is 
better than Saturday. The Saturday late night seems to be a little stronger. But overall, boy, the bookends are maybe the two weakest Thursday and Saturday Sundays we, I've ever seen at this festival. Yeah, I, I agree. agree. I agree. And that middle, what are we talking, 6 o'clock, 5 o'clock till mm-hmm. whatever on Friday probably is the only the real conflicts for me. Interesting. What, um, because mainly that's Barry's nap time? <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, yeah, I've got okay. to recover from Wednesday and thir- Wednesday uh-huh. and Thursday. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, you've got uh, Robert Plant, Isaiah Rashad, who we've mentioned many times, the Chattanooga guy, the Regrets. I'm just going across Japanese Breakfast, uh, War on Drugs. You know, leading into the chicks, who, like I said, I I want to see. Um, so th- that's. Those that couple of hours is probably the biggest conflict time for me. Yeah, I mean, I, for yeah, I would actually agree. I think your Friday um, block there of War on Drugs, Arlo Parks, Bleachers are probably the only yeah, 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 spot right where right I there. feel like, oh man, that's you just knocked out three of the very few acts I wanted to see to begin with. Right, um, and I would I'd really have to make a choice. Uh, because man, I love Arlo Parks. She's incredible, uh, and I've seen War on Drugs uh, a whole bunch of times. So, um, Bleachers are touring everywhere, so there's a very good chance they've already come through your city. Uh, and if you really wanted to see them, you already would have. So maybe the answer becomes pretty easy after that, and it's Arlo Parks. But um, but yeah, it does feel like that's the only place where, and then maybe the overnight, the the late night stuff, where you know you're probably at least I am bouncing from one show to the next. Uh, late night. I, I I feel like you're probably right. That's the only spot where I feel a little bit of um, difficulty. Now, uh, Robert Plant's great, but, uh, you know, Japanese yeah. Breakfast, I've got to give another shot. You yeah. know, I, I can't let that last show, Bonnaroo, right. be the be the taste in my mouth because I, I just, I like her way too much to, to give up on that band. Yeah. And I didn't see it yet. It's uh, on her to watch, but uh, the Saturday Night Live show went well from everything i've read i mean i watched it i oh i think that she's just an artist that you're either gonna really love or just not connect with and i love her i really do i didn't really understand that saturday night live performance okay i really said i haven't seen it yet uh king gizzard only for an hour little little strange but as as we've been told many times by uh the guys who booked this thing and the and the promoters, uh, you know, who we had on, it's at the request of the bands, right? It, it's not that the uh, it's not that Bonnaroo has said, "Hey, you got an hour." They they pretty much book them for what they ask for, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they only played an hour at Shaky Knees, and that felt criminally too short. That seems to me like about two songs, from what I've, you know, yeah, they're mm-hmm. just getting warmed up, right? Just getting mm, sweaty, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Um. um do you have Goose on there for two uh, so, hours? So. so, so your overall impression is that you you tended to think that Friday or Thursday and Sunday was light. There weren't a lot of uh, conflicts because there, frankly, weren't a lot of things that you wanted to see. Um, is that pretty much the the just? I think, of it? I think you hit the word, um, and it's a word uh, I was thinking about this. You know, for the first three or four years, I went by myself, covering it for the paper, and it's pretty much. 
I don't know that I coined the word, but I sure used it a lot, which was walk by. This feels like a if very I would have said if I would have said if I would have ever said the words, I coined a phrase. You guys would never, <laughs> ever. You'd put it on a goddamn T-shirt. Dispute you would me. never let me live it down if I said, "Well, I coined the phrase." Dispute me. It's true. I have to pay Barry every time I use the word walk by. Now. I, how in the world would I get away with that? How in the world would I get away with saying, guys, you I created a phrase that you, you guys wouldn't. use all the time, and that's how cool I am. Yeah, I mean, You're yeah. the one who told us you invented Netflix. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And the bubble. I feel it so I did. And satellite television, too, by the way. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I had to give you something to pick on. No, but honestly, it, it just feels, this feels like a walk by... There's more walk by days and moments than Barry, this, this thing feels like a walk by festival. Yeah, somewhat. Uh, all right, Taco, your initial impressions. What do you think? Pretty much the same. I mean, it's very light, and I'm happy about it. I mean, yeah. uh, this, this is yeah, we're going in. After this two this years feels of, like just a regular camping trip for you. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, two years of not having it. I mean, it, it, we're, we're yeah. going to need time to just get reacquainted and get settled back in. There's so many people that I want to meet up with and see and talk to that I haven't been able to for the past couple of years. So the fact that I'm not like on a very stringent band schedule means I've just got more time to float you around got, and do whatever you, I want. You've got more time for moms. Got yeah. more time for moms. See, yeah. Taco and I are going to be walking around asking if the bands can turn it down a little because we're trying to talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had plans in this tent. Um, can you guys move along? Can you see we're talking here? <laughs> we're trying to have dinner here, please. <laughs> hey, Black Tiger Sex Machine, can we move it along? <laughs> Um, Man, that band is loud. Turn it you down. Know, we 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 have historically on this on this uh, podcast tried to be very positive and tried to be optimistic. The whole reason why we started it. it's also you know part of the the Bonnaroo uh, ethos. But man, it, this is really a struggle. Uh, this is I feel as as bad of a Bonnaroo lineup as we've ever had, and I and I just feel like this might be one of the worst festival lineups of the entire season. Now, with all that being said, next year will be great. You know, last year would have been great. Um, it's not like th th this is a problem. It's just one of those years where it's a struggle. Every festival is having a struggle unless they, you know, stumble and get, you know, pretty lucky. But, man, this is just, this is rough. And I know that we've said this before that whenever we get really excited about a lineup, we wait until it, we see it on a schedule because then it starts to change our thought about it all i mean i'm never going to live down the fact that i was over the moon about aco fest two years ago and then when i see the schedule actually laid out i'm like this kind of sucks uh, so yeah. I, I get that there's like um i don't know nothing about this seems very exciting to me which brings me to a little bit of personal news it's not something that you guys would probably care about but someone alerts cnn will be on the ticker for the rest of the night this is the first time in 16 years I'm not going to be a Bonnaroo. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I can't tell you with 100% certainty that it's because of my current life situation. Um, I think that if, without, if for those who haven't caught up, I uh, took a job 
with a rock station in New York City, and uh, I'm up here not only doing that, um, programming that, and then a station in Detroit and a station in Miami, but I'm also on the air uh, at this alternative station in New York, which was Howard Stern's <laughs> station, which is kind of badass, but um, at least personally. So even if that stuff wasn't happening, if the lineup was better, I might have found a way to get there for a day or two. In fact, Barry, uh, when I was talking about this job with you months and months and months before, I even said, well, maybe I come down for a day or two. Maybe I, the flights are cheap to Nashville. Maybe I'll just come in, stay in Nashville, and then and drive in for a couple of days. I don't even have the I don't even have the bandwidth or the interest to do that. Okay. And I hate saying it. I really do because you know how much I love this. I, I, there's nothing on here that I I'm absolutely killing myself to go to. So it would have to be well, Bonnaroo's never not great. All right, let me figure out a way to get there because I know it's going to be great. Well, the only difference with that, and I do agree with it, boy, the whole not in, in just totally investing every bit of energy into Camp Nut Butter is hard for me to wrap my head around. Hmm. Um, not being able to, to just get completely immersed in the giant cartoon heads and the lit marquee and all of the carpet and all of the goofiness that we bring to camp, not being able to do that and just getting on a plane and, and coming in for a day just feels so sterile. Um, and I don't necessarily want to experience Bonnaroo that way. So um, it's a combination of a lot of things. And I, I just, maybe if there was something on here that was, was needle moving i would i would change my mind but the boy it's it's this is this is rough going like i said it it started on saturday for me really uh well let me go back we've had two and a half years to think about it and it when we didn't go it's sort of as you i think you mentioned it several weeks ago it it altered the rhythm of things and it gave us all a chance to Mm. take stock of everything Mm -hmm. uh you know so it it I, I know what you're saying. Uh, if this, if the lineup from 2020 was this year's lineup, I have a feeling you'd be figuring out how to. You're probably right. how to get a plane ticket. Yeah, you're you're probably right. Um, even if I if I and I know I'm talking on both sides of my mouth, but yeah, you're probably right. Um, I look at Sunday, and I just I wonder if there will be anybody there by eight nine o'clock. Well, here, um, let me go back. So we should probably. You know that is news, and you know we're we're both going to miss you. It, I mean, it's going to be a very small camp nut butter uh, mm-hmm. for sure. But from what we're hearing, it's going to be a very small Bonnaroo. And I, I was thinking about that as well. I go back to 2016, and part of the reason, we, you know, Ken Weinstein, who is the media person and and has become a friend of the show, and and was on our. By the show. way, who actually coined a phrase? Who coined the phrase <laughs> "never not great"? Basically, yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. It kind of kind of hurt a little bit. <laughs> I'm gonna have to prove it, aren't I? I'm gonna have to go back and document. Show receipts. <laughs> but who did coin the phrase "never not great" from 2016, which was the smallest crowd ever in uh, you know what we're going on 20 years? It was great. And it's partly because everybody that is there wants to be there. And that makes a huge difference about mm-hmm. this festival. 
you know, yeah, we've all true. been to we've all been to events where you know the numbers could be good, but it was still meh. Mm-hmm. But if you're going, I mean, I I had an absolute yeah, it was great blast in 2016. I, it was yeah. one. Of, it was the of all the, the Bonnaroo's, I it's got to be in my top three. I mean, if not top, if if yeah. not the my favorite year that we've had. So the crowd size is not going to be a problem. Um, but yeah, to your point, I know I know this information is out there because sponsors are starting to to share it. But I mean, I didn't hear 35k. I heard 25k. Yeah. And well, when sponsors hear 35k, the reason why they're hearing that number is because they're being told a number so it'll justify the paycheck or the justify the check that they're about to write. So whatever you hear a sponsor say. Uh, subtract a little bit of a fraction out of that because they're overestimating for sponsors to make them feel as though their money is worthwhile to be spent with Bonnaroo. I was told 25K. And the next day I heard less than 30. So whatever that means to you, um, to me it means the things that we saw in 2016 are back. The fences moved in. The, the spaces got smaller, so it didn't feel so vast and empty. But more importantly, for those who have been to Exit 111, Taco, Barry, yes. it's going to feel a lot like that. I was about to ask, what was the numbers for Exit 111? Because this feels like this is about the attendance for Exit 111. And it, they did shrink it a bit. They brought Cineroo in tighter. Uh, they had some of the campgrounds closed, so it didn't feel as empty. Right. But it was definitely smaller. I mean, but that's, most of those people never went to Bonnaroo, so exactly. they didn't know. Exactly, yeah, that's a good point. and that's the thing that uh, Brad and I reminded ourselves, you know, after 2016. I mean, when we got there for media day and noticed that how how closed in the fence was on the the what stage area, it was like you know mind blowing. And then the people who've never been would have no idea. So what's the big deal? You know, it still felt like a very good large mm-hmm. festival. Bands were great. Everything felt yep. good. They By moved. the time you're there, you're not going to give a damn that there's only 25,000 exactly. people around you. Exactly. you are not yeah. gonna, in fact, you're going to love it. You're going to love the fact that there's no lines for bathrooms and no lines for showers. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to be <laughs> able to get you're right get, up front. Exactly. But I, will, but I will say, I mean, just, just with all the experience that you have on this farm, I really weren't worried that there's going to be Seven thousand people for the Stevie Nicks show come Sunday. It does. I mean, it does beg. That's that a really question. sad look. You know what? And there's, as we've said many, many times, there's nothing worse than an empty room. I mean, even if it's a, you know, if if it's a room that holds ten and only two show up, two's still a, a good number for some events. Mm-hmm. But it feels it doesn't feel right. So yeah, I mean, there Taco, is that concern. Your, your question was how many people were at Exit One Eleven? By their accounts, it was twenty five k. Okay. And that was that's about that sounds about right. Yeah. And that's with half of the square footage. I got a follow up question. Is that tickets sold or is that attendance? Because when you roll in vendors, uh, attendance. So vendors, volunteers, uh, workers, you know, staff. Yeah, you can get to 35K. Yeah, you can get to 35K. Sure. Yeah. Um, But and the other thing, too, is is roundabout now. It's not like you're going to be getting um, an extra, I don't know, 20,000 tickets being sold. No, you're not you going know? to get a lot of walk-up at an event like this. Uh-huh. Um, I do wonder, um, you know, they're still doing the load-in on Tuesday and Wednesday. 
which was a good idea uh, on on paper, and I don't I mean that sincerely. No way that they can change that now. And I can't no change way. it. But the reason was they were going to figure, you know, trying to figure That's out how to get ninety thousand people into a yeah. seven hundred acre farm, uh, you know, without long lines and all that, long delays and all that. So, mm-hmm. um, I have no idea how many people signed up for Tuesday load in or Wednesday load in. Uh, as, as we look at the schedule, Thursday music starts around four. So, you know, if you come in on oh. Tuesday at what time, you've got a good two and a half full days of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, entertainment. Now, play, play Bonnaroo PR for a second. Um, what do you think the reason is for the light attendance this year? I mean, you make, I'll go first. I think it's no, exactly play, play PR me- play PR uh, member of of Bonnaroo. Um, if I'm them, I'm going to say pretty much what we've said. There are a lot of choices. Um, people have made their choices. Maybe adding that extra day is not what people wanted. Maybe it's the economy. Maybe we're coming out of the the uh, pandemic. Um, now, I mean, I would spend more time and and color it better than I'm coloring it right now, but I I think those are all legit, and I think those are what they're going to say. They're they're not going to say it's a lineup, you know, because they're going to say it's always it's never not great. It's still mm-hmm. going to be great. It's always mm-hmm. a a fun time. It's a time mm-hmm. for community. Um, well, to to be fair, a lot of things that you said are actually true. You know, not only is the the economy really tough, we're coming out of a we're coming out of a, a a pandemic where people are making different choices about where they're spending their money, and they're being they're having to be very very uh, specific with the things that they choose to do, not just with their dollars, but with their time. And mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's not like all the other festivals are blowing up and um, right. blowing the doors off the place. There are a few spaces where they're doing really well. Um, I I'd like to know what the hangout number ended up being over the over the past weekend. But you know, Lollapalooza hasn't sold out yet. They anticipate they're going to sell out. ACL sold out in a day. When we were young, sold out multiple times. But other than that, are you really seeing? A lot of uh, a lot of movement on the big scale. I don't know what Coachella ended up um, doing, but did I hear that they sold out? I don't. I don't. I don't think they did. Maybe Rush, I you said maybe. Shaky Knees was great, right? Big crowds. Shaky Knees felt like it had a big crowd. It didn't feel any smaller than last year. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's yeah. only two years I've been, but it definitely yeah. felt uh, packed and, out. And, and because it's a city festival, and it's so much easier to access, and so much easier for locals to to be a part of. Um, you yes. know, Bonnaroo, Bonnaroo becomes a Bonnaroo becomes difficult and becomes hard and, to yeah yeah it becomes a hard shaky knees had a great lineup too mm-hmm. yeah yeah I I mean what going back to the earlier question what does happen if the 2020 lineup is this year's lineup I I don't I mean that was a heck of a lineup it's mm-hmm. hard to imagine that we at least don't double whatever the Bonnaroo number is. Uh, this year, I do um, think that it's a very good point. Barry is that they uh, it never ends up being about the lineup, and there are until I, I it does. I would right, argue until, until it does. It does. <laughs> I think that Bonnaroo has done such a great job of being post lineup. Right? They've they've figured out a way to create an incredible um, atmosphere that is not lineup dependent. Well, 
you know, maybe we're entering into a world, not maybe, we have, we've entered into a world where things are different and the lineup is going to be very lineup dependent now. I mean, what you're asking yeah. somebody to do is a big, it's a load of effort to, to do this over the course of a few days. And, you know, people's options are wider and vaster and closer. But, uh, you, you said earlier yourself, next year they come back, you know, the, mm-hmm. the ones that are going want to go, mm-hmm. right? I mean, let's. We all agree on that, right? I mean, I think this that isn't a, said, this, it's never a it's never a halfway event, you know. It's right. It's never, there was, eh, I feel like there was a comment. I, like I feel like there was a comment uh, a few years ago when we said when it was sixty thousand people for LCD Sound System and Pearl Jam and Dead and Company. I think we had. I, I feel like I'm remembering this correctly. Well, thirty thousand is the base. You're never going to get less than thirty thousand because. Um, if half of the crowd are new Bonnaroovians or new people to the festival, uh, 30, 30,000, half of 60 was, I really do think like 30 is their drop dead base number. And so long as they get there, they're going to be okay. Okay. And so that was, I guess, kind of where I was going. So those 30 show up and have, you know, another good time and they're going to tell a friend and bring a friend and. You know, maybe next year's lineup comes out early and it's it's amazing. And some of these mm-hmm. other ones, as we've said, you know, how many of them survive? I really do feel like this is a transition year where we're going to see some go away and some survive and some figure out what works well, and doesn't work. I don't don't get too crazy with that, Barry, because you got you'll get, uh, you know, conspiracy theorists who see uh, the state of Tennessee. I'm sorry, not the state of Tennessee. Well, it was the state of Tennessee in the city of Manchester. Uh, putting the screws to Bonnaroo and Bonnaroo fighting back and saying, well, Could we be. don't need to do this here. Could um, so you start you start saying stuff like that. It's going to get people, you know, a little rocky. It's going to make them feel a little itchy. Could be. Could very well be. There could be a lot of things going on behind doors we don't know about. But what we do know is it's Live Nation, right, which C3 has plenty of money and they do own the farm. So they're, you know, we would like to think committed. It's not, you know, it's not a a small thing, but you're right. They're big enough too. They could walk away and say, see ya. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's, I, it's not the way that it was told to me. I think we've said this before. It's not like Bonnaroo makes them a lot of money. I mean, it makes them enough to keep going, and it is a valuable part of the whole asset uh, and and part of the whole you know structure and you know. But it's not like they're you know, blowing the doors off, making a ton right. of money here. They have a a just a shitload of overhead uh, that a city festival just doesn't have right. to have to engage in. I guess the next couple of weeks as we lead up to this, uh, and by the way, if you haven't listened to the episode from last week where it's basically Bonnaroo do's and don'ts, it's a good precursor on how to get ready for uh, any sort of festival that you might uh, find yourself in this summer. But if you get time, go back and listen to that. But Barry, uh, next week, your picks, taco picks, what do we uh, we got? What do you want to do, Barry? Will these be the shortest episodes in in what (laughs) podcast history? Yeah. We we might be able to combine them. I don't know. Yeah, maybe we <laughs> ought to record them both picks. at the same time. Just picks. Yeah. Just picks. You Walk know, by. It's, Walk we probably, by. We WB, WB, WB. I think you guys are right. We probably just do one episode on this. Uh, yeah. We be, let's both be ready, Taco. We'll see where it goes. Okay. Um, I'll be ready. But yeah, no, I, I there are picks. Um, you know, back to this lineup. I There aren't a lot of 
those uh, conflicts are the ones, and that's usually what we talk about. It all. The other thing I will say, and I don't think we've said today, we have said in the past, not every lineup is for everybody. I do know some people who are excited about this lineup. Mm-hmm. It's not, and, and they should be. The and people who like be. this are going to have a blast. And I really, um, honestly, and, let, and, and I, it. I know you're going to laugh, but uh, I, I plan to spend some time over at the other. Uh, there, I want to find out some of those uh, the EDM and the trap bands and the house bands and all that. So now's as, this is as good a year if I'm ever going to do it. Um, you know. Yeah, especially won't some be of the late much night. else to do it. Especially some of the late night stuff. So, and I, I mean, and, and we didn't really talk about with this schedule though. We have mentioned it many, many times. We might end up hanging out in GA. A well, whole I was about lot to say Taco, Taco. You didn't I hear what Barry to said to me. On, Barry didn't say this to you, but on the phone the other day, he goes, "I'm thinking about camping out in GA." I, if I, yeah, maybe he did mention that to me did the other day, really? and 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 I didn't disagree. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a very different Camp Nut Butter, and I kind of felt bad. Kyle, the the Bonnaroovian, wrote me on uh, Snapchat the other day. He's like, hey, I'm, I got a media pass. I'm finally coming back to see Camp Nut Butter. Said, uh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Tell um, him bring a chair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you bring a full-length chair? Because we're not going to have one. <laughs> You got any fencing and some carpet? Yeah. <laughs> Barry wanted to do a chicken pen one year. Uh, yeah. Can you set that up? I'm glad I didn't get that chicken last year. I don't know what would I do with it. Oh, my God. If you had a pet chicken right now that you're hanging on for Bonnaroo, <laughs> you would have eaten it by now. I think of all the eggs I'd have by now. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't said that Barry did want to bring a chicken, a live chicken, to Bonnaroo, sneak a chicken in and have a chicken pen so that you – was it going to be a rooster that was going to wake everybody up, or was it that just was going, going to be? be I, I, it's funny. We we went back to the paper, into the building for the first time a couple of weeks ago, and I still have the post-it note on my computer screen, chickens. <laughs> <laughs> it's been there for two years. It <laughs> made me laugh. We'd have, uh, we'd have fresh eggs every morning. You would. I and just, you'd, probably have a, you'd have, probably have a few other chicks right about now i feel like that chicken have a few extra members of the family i just picture you know that scene in the hangover when they wake up you know people waking up at camp nut butter mm-hmm. and there's chickens <laughs> hey, maybe it's a little foreshadowing because barry writes down on a post-it chickens and this yeah. year we have the chicks uh, i don't think that's oh, a coincidence wow. wow yeah it's not very is it Barry, what's scribbled down to your table right now? <laughs> Give me the first note that you see. Uh, you don't want to know. It's a reminder. Oh, my God. It's you a, drew a penis. You drew a, a wiener. No, it's even I knew worse. It. It's, a work, it's a work reminder. Uh-huh. <laughs> I called myself a moron in the, on the note. <laughs> Is there a band called the Morons? The Morons. Is there a... The Morons with an more, more, Maury, Maury Povich. Maury Povich, Maury Povich is coming. Calling it now. Yeah. <laughs> it feels bad to say because I love this festival so much, um, but do you feel like, and, and separate yourself for a second, is there anybody around you, and this might be circumstantial, but is there anyone around you excited about it? Is there anybody that you know that's going that's really excited about it? Um, you guys are, you know, an hour away from Bonnaroo. Do you see local people talking about it? That's a fair question, and and it hurts me to say, but no. Other than Taco and and uh, Brian Stone, 
you know, our, our typical camp nut butter bunch. No. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really, haven't really talked to anyone outside of our little bubble of people that are already going. So I haven't heard any, you know, word on the street about. Well, take that back. Daniel, of course, Daniel and, uh, uh, is, is the Rubus. Those guys are over the moon. They have a huge event, uh, planned for Tuesday and, and, uh, and they should be excited and it it's going to be a fun. So, but they're, they honestly, uh, they and the Red Roo guys and, and a lot of the regulars, uh, are every bit as excited like, like we are. Uh, but to your question, am I hearing, you know, and like you said, we're an hour away and usually my kids and their friends, mm-hmm. you know, would be all excited about it. And quite honestly, they're more excited about Riverbend than they are Bonnaroo. Um, but, you know, I've listened and I've seen some of the online stuff. There are a lot of people excited and they're not just regulars. There are people for whom, like a, a lot of these EDM bands are, are uh, it's a great lineup mm-hmm. to, to a lot of them. So, mm-hmm. I, and, and I'm... The more I studied this schedule today and the more I thought about 2016 and and part of that is just pumping myself up and getting ready. Um, it, it'll be fun. Now, now, what it looks like, I don't know. I, so I, I know that this is so subjective and it always comes back to, you know, who you like versus who you don't like. So somebody who's spending a lot of time at the other, I'm sure – Really, really likes this lineup. That's fine. Uh, but I keep coming back to 2016, and I don't think it's bad. I don't think there's a, a, you know, it may not be stacked. It may not be thick around the middle. But, boy, I, there's still so much on there that is, um, that was what? incredible. LCD, M83, Tame Impala, St. Lucia, Grizz, Alan Stone, all on one day. Tyler, the Creator on one day. The Chainsmokers on one day. Vince Staple on the same day. That was just one day. Did we ever um, decide why that the, line that year was so low? Did we ever determine a reason? Was it just because there were so many other festivals all of a sudden? That's my memory. You know, I don't. I do not remember. Um, I don't remember an explanation as to why exactly that year. And and why would I? I have a terrible memory. Um, but still, I'm. Keep, I keep coming back to this line. I think that Friday alone was was better than the, the whole festival combined. Um, and I know somebody's going to rip me apart for saying that, but, you know, Bob Moses was the Friday opener. So was Blood Orange. You know, I, no, I'm sorry. They were the last one. But, like, I, there were some really, really solid uh, bands on that lineup. And then you go to Saturday. The the opener for the what stage was Grace Potter. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. There's a, there's a lot there from 2016 that I think is still pretty good. Post Malone was on the other tent in 2016. He was the second, third person to play in 2016. Post Malone. Yeah, there will be there will be those that come out of this year. You know those names that we look back. Hard to say going in, but uh, no, I I get what you're saying, and I I really wish we could go back and try to remember what it was about 16, or, or the theory. I I think it was kind of like this year where it was just a you know, a confluence of a lot of different factors, including there were a whole lot of new festivals. I really don't remember. I, I just don't I'm remember. certain of it. I think we went from, you know, several dozen to several hundred within that time. And there's, you know, well, 
I don't know. No, I mean, saying. look, I think I think that if you're around as as long as Bonnaroo and Coachella, I mean, Coachella's got just a, just an outrageous amount of money. But um, when you're this big, you're going to have bad years. I can't express to you how many bad years Lollapalooza has had. <laughs> Every year, my, the, my Lollapalooza group just looks at each other like, "Why are we going yeah. to this?" You know, yeah. like, but, but I always end up going. I always end up having a great time. And guess what? It's always sold out. So something is something still connects with that brand. Something still connects with it. Will be back and it'll be yeah. fine. But also, the other thing too that I equate it to. People like us talking about stuff like this is a lot of times like when sports or football dudes talk about the NFL salary cap, yeah. you know, and they've got an opinion on what team or well, well, they're just spending way too much money on these players. They're going to be over the salary cap. How are they going to be under the salary? Yeah. Who gives a shit? It's not your money. Well, it's also like arguing over this year's championship team could never play with, you know, the championship team from 20 years ago or or vice versa yeah if you are if you are a fan of the festival and if you go to one of these things what do you care if the lineup's good or not you're going just to have fun because it's what you it's your part of your you know that's part of your dna at this point it's a point i've been Um, trying to make today we are that's exactly the point i've been trying to make today yeah i don't care what the number is i mean it's you know the it, fact that we're an hour away. I mean, I've driven further helps. for worse things than a bad Bonnaroo. I know. I know. I met her. Um, <laughs> hey, but hey. I, Barry, I will say that if I still lived there, I probably would be spending all of this time just making camp right. There's you know, no this would be the year that we would be going crazy yes. making camp nuts. There's um, no question. Yeah, now that I think about it, yeah, because there's not much else to do. You know. <laughs> So yeah, we, we would, can't better be balling. We would be buying chickens. <laughs> you know, this this would have been yeah. the chicken year. This, this would have been the, the Dixie chicken, chicken year. year. Dixie chickens. So yeah, I, I I get it. It's um, it didn't help. I mean, it lost some of its mojo. I don't know how else to put it. And having to cancel for two years, uh, and then you know the way they sort of handled it, not being able to make refunds, and it it sort of lost some mojo and and i think that and these other ones have, have you know come online and they're probably closer and they maybe you know fit the line whatever the reasons that's why i keep saying i this feels like a reset year mm-hmm. in a lot of ways but when these people who, who show up like us we're going to have a great time and we're going to talk it up again and we're going to want you to come back and everybody else and and uh you know I'll they, be back. I'll be back. I mean, it's very sad, and I and I, I had to come to grips with it a couple of weeks ago. I really, really didn't want to um, to miss it because you know it, it means so much to me. But it's just there's just no possible way. Oh, there's no possible way. I I mean, when you said that, I it would be a really tough struggle for you. I don't know how you would do it. I mean, yeah. before you lived here and you you know had all your camping stuff downstairs, like the rest of us and you throw it in the car we get in there and we're there 55 minutes later mm-hmm. uh, it wouldn't be that easy for you this year um so yeah well uh, before we get to the final topic of the day anything else on the schedule before we get to uh the picks next week anything else you want to you want to get to I, I don't remember was there anything else for you ross uh I'll just throw in beer exchanges Friday eleven to one. I think. Well, I you don't don't give away all the picks, Russ. <laughs> don't. 
<laughs> All right, now Spoiler. I can take next week off. Spoiler alert. I wanted to, to give a uh, – I just wanted to pay a little bit of attention. I don't know how much attention you paid to it, what Hangout did over the weekend. So not only did Hangout have to navigate a just a ter- terrible storm, tremendous storm that ripped through Hangout Festival – uh, but they did it while losing a headliner and replacing it in 24 hours. Russ, do you remember, do, do you know the story about how Hangout lost a a headliner and then had to replace it with Grizz? No. On Saturday, one of the headliners for Hangout Festival was supposed to be Doja Cat. Mm. And she had... Oh, that's right, yeah. She, she had, had uh, surgery or something. Yeah, huh? she had like tonsil surgery, throat surgery yeah. or something like that. And she was immediately replaced out of nowhere by Grizz and by all accounts had an absolutely incredible show. Yeah. Which, you know, it just proves your point about Bonnaroo. You know, maybe you're in a different area this year, Barry, and spending some time with some spaces that you never would have uh, seen before. But the fact that they were able to swing that so quickly and dealt with the weather that they've had to deal with. There is not a year that I can remember where Hangout has not lost a headliner. I don't know how this keeps happening, but, you know, they lose Frank Ocean one year. One year they lose, like, The Weeknd. I don't remember. They lost somebody, and then at the last second they're replacing with Mumford and Sons. Like, every year it feels like they're losing somebody up at the top, and it's almost built, baked into the cake of Hangout. It's like, well, <laughs> 30% of this is not going to exist here when we get there. And then you have to, you have to deal with the weather um, and the fact that like that looked like on on Saturday and Friday like the thing was going to be shut down and completely collapse. They have a new director um, for Hangout, and I don't remember quite remember when he got here there, but his name is Reeves, and I'm dying to meet him and I'm dying to talk to him because um, from all accounts he's a, a really 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 smart smart dude, and you know we know the guy that ran Hangout before and. You know, a lot of this was set up for them to succeed, but I'm really interested to see if we could ever find Reeves to talk to, to talk exactly about how they were able to swing something in through all of the, mm. with all of the stuff that they mm. had to deal with in one weekend. I, I'd, I'd love to get some perspective on that. Yeah, they, I mean, as we've learned from, again, talking to Jeff Quayar, who, you know, basically was uh, always in the room at Bonnaroo, they know what they're doing. They plan for these uh, he's he's told us before at Bonnaroo, and I know Hangout has the same. They all do. I mean, they have entire, you know, control centers uh, that are just monitoring the weather. Uh, they're monitoring traffic. They're doing all this kind of stuff. They they have a plan. And uh, uh, like I like I said earlier, when you were looking it up, we saw it at Forecastle, and even that looked like a disaster. But they got that place cleared out pretty quickly. You know. Um, it's amazing it, as as you've said a couple of times here in the last several shows i think the logistics of it is part of what we love about these things mm-hmm. yeah you that's know right. it's not just the, the the music and the bands and the fun mm-hmm. it's all of that but it's it's watching professionals who know what mm-hmm. they're doing run a major event like this mm-hmm. so and, and i mean that's part of what I'm looking forward to in a couple of three weeks is to see how they adjust to a, a brand new festival. 
So, yeah. with all that being said, Reeves, we'd like to have you on the show. Come on, Give the show, me a call, man. Please, please, please. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, because we may not have much to talk about here in the next uh, <laughs> couple of days. Speaking <laughs> of one, with, going back to the lineup because uh, it came up on on some of the discussions. All them witches we thought canceled their summer, but they're still on the lineup. Uh, it looks like, and I looked on their website. They're it looks like they're doing Bonnaroo and then taking the rest of the summer off. Um, they are. I was. Uh, I wasn't sure if we were going to get all them witches or just some of them witches or <laughs> none of them witches, but we got all them witches. We got all them witches. So, I want to. Barry, sure did you write that down at your desk too? It was on my. It was on my. Yeah, thing to mention. <laughs> chicks and witches. Chicks, chicks and, and witches. <laughs> chicks and witches. Are we getting all them chicks? I think we are. Uh huh. All right. Anything else before we go? Nope. I feel like this was sort of a downer, and I, and I don't want it to be. I feel like me. a Debbie Downer, and I feel That's bad the, now. It's a downer. You're not coming, but no, I... I yeah, we'll, we'll miss you. You'll be all right. We'll survive. Yeah, but I mean, I, just fine. I think out of all the years to miss, you probably picked the okay one I picked the miss. right one, huh? I picked yeah, the right one. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's right It's definitely not uh, ideal, but, uh, you know, there's something like this. I just, I can't. There's no possible way I can get out of this city. All right. Um, well, well, next Barry. Week uh, next week picks. Yeah, Barry. Since it's just us, you, you want to cuddle in the bus? <laughs> we might have to. Bus cuddle. <laughs> Things don't get straightened out. Yeah. yeah. Bus cuddle. Barry. That's right. Get up in them guts. <laughs> <laughs> Did you write that down? <laughs> yeah. Put it down, Barry. Write it down. Put it down. Bus cuddles. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, the What Podcast. We'll talk to you again next week. See
Hello there, friend. This is Brad Steiner. I'm Barry Corder. After you check out the latest episode of the What Podcast, be sure to check out some of the other great programs on the Consequence Podcast Network, including... Rootsland. It's an original story of two friends who take a musical and spiritual journey from the suburbs of Long Island to the streets of Kingston, Jamaica. Or Kyle Meredith with where you can find interviews with all of your favorite musicians and bands. Hosted by our guy, Kyle Meredith. New episodes air weekly on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Head to Consequence.net to listen to these podcasts and many great others. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.